and welcome to this week's episode of MCW Fancast. My name's Emma, thanks for listening. Well, what a week it's been. A pretty special week as we look back on our cup final winning performance in the FA Cup last Saturday. Manchester City women become triumphant once more in their now double winning season following on from their Continental Cup final win earlier in the season against Arsenal. We hear from fans at Wembley later in the podcast and get reactions to the game as it played out. Later in the podcast, we also chat to Dave from the OSC, who provides fans with match day information for those making the trip to Borough Wood on Saturday. We face Arsenal in the final game of the season. City will most definitely head into this one, wanting to finish the season unbeaten domestically. But can they do it against the WSL champions? Manchester City women hosted their end-of-season player awards this week. Recognised on the night was rising star Ellie Roebuck. Captain Steph Horton was awarded with Player of the Season and Steph was also acknowledged for the goal of the season for a remarkable strike late on in our game against Bristol at the Academy Stadium which saw City able to salvage a point in the final moments of the game coming from behind to draw level. And Megan Campbell also received an award for community work for City in the Community. Earlier in the week we attended the FBAs, the Football Blogging Awards which were held at the Etihad Stadium. We were shortlisted in the Best Women's Football Content Creator category. It was amazing for us to be shortlisted and receive recognition by the fans that have voted for us in the short time that we've been doing the podcast. So thank you to everyone that voted for us and to those that have contributed to the podcast over the past season. So, last weekend then, FA Cup final day at Wembley. A huge city contingent made the journey down and it was a day to remember for all. Here's our look back on a very special day. Hi, um, my name is Mark, I come from Kent, I'm here for the first time um, to see a women's football match with my daughter Millie. My name's Dean, I'm also from Kent, it's my first time as well, I'm here with my daughter Imogen. Uh, so you said it's your first time attending a football game, so obviously you're probably neutrals looking at the, the, the cup finals today with your daughters. I'm assuming that they're inspired by women's football. Obviously, they've got their football shirts. I'm representing their football teams, Tottenham and Liverpool. Yeah, so what's it like for you all being here today? Yeah, I think it's a good atmosphere. Um, one of the big things to me today is value for money. It, it could cost something like £200 to get tickets for a football game. Um, today, it's cost myself and Dean £15 each, and the kids go free. So um, it's, that is an absolute brilliant, and it's brilliant to get to Wembley with a massive crowd. Um, and see a big game, not for a lot of money. So, have you been? Watch, so, this is your first women's football game. Have you been following the season so far? Um, I'll be honest. I haven't followed any women's football matches. I might put it on telly occasionally. Um, it was good to put the news on this morning and see um, see the um, articles on telly about about today's game and fifty two thousand plus attendance and and it's really good to see women here with our football shirts on and. Really looking positive and really enjoying the looking to enjoy the day. Yeah. I mean, the weather's in our favour at the moment. It's a bit grim outside before, but the sun is shining definitely on Wembley today. And you know, obviously, like you said, there the growth in the women's game, the publicity that it's getting in the media, it's certainly looking really positive. Especially looking ahead to the summer in the World Cup. Yeah, uh, totally agree with what Mark was saying. It's uh, more of bringing my daughter here and 
just say to her, look, it's not a men's game, it is a women's game as well. Um, really looking forward to it. Well, really hope you enjoy the game today. And hopefully, obviously, from watching the game, you'll follow more of the women's sport and hopefully the girls in the summer as well at the World Cup. Yeah, yeah thanks. thank you. Thanks, guys. Cool, thanks a lot. Um, thank I, you. I, you all look really cool with all your Manchester City gear on and um, you look really up for it. So I um, hope Manchester City do well today. Um, they look like they've got a really strong team, so I think it'll be a good game. So, yeah, thank you. We have a few football fans at Box Park Wembley. Would you like to introduce yourself? Grace Cotton. Erin Romanowski. Hannah Bennett. Chelsea Pellebridge. Right, so you're all here as neutrals today, not supporting either City or West Ham United. Are you looking forward to the game, though? Massively, yeah. Yeah, absolutely buzzing. <laughs> yeah, same buzzing. Yeah, I reckon it'll be a great experience. Yeah, is it your first time at Wembley? No, no I've been here a few times. Okay. So what are you expecting from today's game? Hopefully just a really big crowd, like everyone just having a good time and a good score. We want a what, good score line. What prediction are you going with? I really want it to be 1-0, extra time penalties, but I think City I know, I've got a trouble back to Manchester. <laughs> yeah, unlucky for you. Um, I think Man City will take it, 2-1. I'm going to say. Yeah, I'd agree. I think Man City will win this one. I hope it's an equal game, but I think it'll be too hard. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, equal game, go to penalties, get the nerves going, see how it goes. We we really don't want to go through that again. We did that in the Cody Cup, so we want to wrap this up in 90 minutes, right? Unfortunately, Arsenal lost that one, right? (laughs) Yeah. Right, so... um, like you said, record crowd here at Wembley today. Are you all women's football fans? Yeah. So what do you think this will do for the women's game? Uh, I'd say great confidence and just, just, keep at it, just keep at it. Yeah. I think it will promote it a lot more and get others to join in because there's like younger crowds out there as well. So they'll want to play after this. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to think it does quite a bit for women's football, really. Like improved centres and stuff. It's on the BBC today, isn't it? It is, yeah. I think that's really good as well. So not only like women can watch it, but the men at home, because it's on like a mainstream channel, I think it'll be kind of good so everyone can see. So will you be following the, the World Cup in the summer? Yeah, indeed, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Going up to France. You're going to yeah. France, OK. What, are you going to the group stages? Or? I'm going to the two semi-finals and the final. I, I am as well. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully we'll see England there, I mean. I know, it's really hard because you don't want to sort of... Get your hopes yeah. up, they're going to get there, but yeah, I know what you mean. I have faith, I have faith in them. Yeah, absolutely, I mean, they've been playing so well. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, Ellen White and Beth Mead have just come out and done a little interview on stage here in Box Park Wembley, and they've said, obviously, they've took a lot of confidence from that, looking yeah. ahead to the World Cup. England are doing pretty, really, really good things at the moment, and uh, obviously the, the, the relationships between the girls on and off the pitch is really well, and hopefully that'll be what mode as well for heading yeah. into the, the World Cup. Yeah, definitely, I agree. I'm, I'm so excited to go France, that's it. Alright guys, well enjoy the game, alright. Thanks, Thanks very much. I'm with a West Ham fan at Box Park Wembley. <laughs> How are you feeling and what's your name? I'm feeling happy and I'm Katie. Katie, alright. Yeah. So, how's it feel? I mean, getting to, to the FA Cup final for West Ham. Well, I was just saying to Dad, like, we can't believe a West Ham team has come to Wembley, like, and it's the women, so it's a, it's a big step for us, and we're, we're happy. Yeah. So, are you happy just to be here? Is it, obviously, is that an achievement in itself for West Ham? I think so. First season, like, to be here is a, you don't find many teams in their first season coming to Wembley, yeah. so they've done us proud, and whatever the outcome, we're just happy to be here. Yeah, that's really great. So, um, 
West Ham season so far in a nutshell. I mean, probably didn't start off the way you did hope, but you've grown in the season, definitely. I think a lot of people underestimated us, to be fair, and we've kind of come out on the better side of it, not facing relegation, comfortable mid-table, so just having a good season, yeah. Well, and some really good players as well midway through. A lot of, like, ex-England, like Claire Rafferty, um, like, Chili Flatty, and all that kind of stuff, so... We brought in some big names I wasn't expecting. Have you been uh, for, like going to the games, watching the women at uh, Rush Cream? We've been to a couple of games, but like it's just fitting around in the timetable. But watching them play is, is like it's quite positive play. So it's, it's yeah, it's nice to watch. So how do you think West Ham will come and attack the game today? I think they'll they'll be the underdogs. So I think a lot of people won't expect them to do well. But I'm hoping that we come out and get a good result and play some positive football. Earlier, earlier in the season, West Ham visited Academy Stadium. It was a 7-1 uh, victory for C. I mean, that was a, a massive deceit, defeat that West Ham didn't take so well. Um, but um, like you said, Jelly Flaverty, she spoke about that result and how that result alone changed the, the way of the season because they took so much from it. And from that, you can see how much West Ham have grown into the season. You know, they came back to the... We came back, we went, we visited Rush Green and... And it was a much closer game. I mean, yeah. the, the scoreline didn't reflect the result. 3-1. We're, we're open third time locking. Yeah, I mean, Jane Ross has done really well yeah, for you exactly. as well. You know, yeah. She scored a goal in that game and she's certainly shown that she can, you know, get get the ball to her. Yeah. She can score and she's certainly shown her worth to, it's, towards it's in the season. It's not that we're a team of bad players. We've got good players. No, it's absolutely just not. Jane as a team, it's their first season. Yeah. I think towards the end of the season, they've come together a lot more. Yeah. In the start of the season, it's kind of like a few strangers playing together. But now they're starting to gel and hopefully like they've picked up more results on the bounce and hopefully today will be another one. And they'll certainly be up for it, a massive yeah. occasion. It's lovely, then the underdogs, FA Cup's all about underdogs, yeah. so I'm hoping they come out on top. So prediction-wise, what are you hoping for from West Ham? I'm hoping a 2-1 West Ham. Close then. Yeah, close game. <laughs> hoping West Ham come out on top, but you never know. It's football, right. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, enjoy the game. Right, we're going to have a little bit of a half-time huddle here at Wembley with the OSC. Guys, what do we make of that? Um, I think we need to just get our passing together a little bit better, put the game together. They've had the best chance of the half, West Ham have had the best chance of the half and KB kept us in it. What a save that was, KB. Outstanding, outstanding save. That's why she's England's number one. Absolutely. Andy, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's just our passing's letting us down at the moment. I just, just unbelievable. You know, we can't, you know, you can't have a game of two half situation. You know, this is the final. But we're at the halfway mark and KB has really kept us in it. That save was amazing. It, it, it was a really good shot by West Ham. I mean, any other day that I'd probably got in, but KB had it covered so well. Oh, yeah, we would be, be behind if it wasn't for KB, definitely. Because uh, none of ours have gone near their goal and theirs has gone near ours. I'm going to speak to the boys, but I've told them no swearing. And, and Simon is here. <laughs> Go on. Can you repeat your singing on the podcast? No. Close. <laughs> Dave, what did you make of that? Not very good yet. Uh, we need to get the ball wider. They're too narrow. And uh, Like Jane said, you've got to get the pass inside out. Do you think, obviously, with Wembley Stadium, just a bigger pitch, do you, do you think that's having a bit of a... Could it have a bit of an impact? 
but if we can get them running about, I think it'll tire them out. What do you think? Batting's not good enough yet. James? No, I mean, it shouldn't do. They should be able to come out. They've played on this stage before. They've played on big pitches. It shouldn't really affect them that. So hopefully they'll find to the the passing and the words they need to have with each other at half-time and come out second half and bring it on. Bernard? That was rubbish. <laughs> we gave the ball too easy. We let them have too much time when they, when they had the ball. We've got to put pressure on them to stop them, take the ball off them. So what, what would you like to see from sitting in the second half? The two rappers, Caroline Wynn and Tesselwood, getting a bit wider. Abby and Demi are going too far forward and they're leaving spaces behind them. And people like Staff are moving over to cover the spaces. And they're picking up on that. I mean, West Ham will probably head into the dressing room quite happy with that performance from them in the first half. They've had the best chance of the game through Jane Ross. Only for a world-class save from Karen would be a goal down by now. So, obviously, we're just watching it back on the screens now. Yeah, I, I mean, it was... There was nothing. It was an unbelievable save. Yeah, but our girls know Jane Ross, so they should have had her covered. And and she's great with you know knocking it in with her head. And but KB, what I say? I mean, for Jane in in terms of her performance and what she's given West Ham this end of the season, she's certainly found a bit of form uh, for West Ham. Oh yeah, West Ham have improved, but. I mean, anyone that knows Matt as a manager is going to know that, that he will, his team are going to improve as the season goes on. You know, they're new, so they were going to get better, and he would have just, once he knew he was in the final, he would have had them doing set pieces, whatever he needs, just to, to play. And the thing is, Jane Ross knows our players, so we should know her. We, we should know that we're so going to come out. In that case, in that respect, do you see that as an advantage then for West Ham? I think it is. I, I, you know, she knows how we play, and but I'm sorry, our players should know that she she needs to be covered. They know she can bang him in with her head. So, so yeah, what is it? Do you think that Nick needs has, has said to the team at halftime, and what do we need to see more of from City in the second half? I would have thought he would be telling them they're they're better than that. You know, they they need to improve the passing. They need to show the passion that they they did last time we were here or at any cup final or the Conti Cup, you know. Uh, obviously, Conti, we, had, we were up against a great team. You know, we should be winning this hands down. But he should be saying to them, come on, you know, be passionate. If they play like they should do, we should win it. But they've got to watch the players they know. Any any changes, guys, do you think we yeah. see in the second half? Yeah. Take Wallet off. Claire Elmsley for Wallet. Right, so it's, it's, it's fair to say, dead cliche, but big 45 minutes up for City in the second half. Huge 45 minutes this second half, so hopefully we can uh, come out and get a couple of goals. Cheers, guys.
Changes perhaps we didn't expect to see the likes of Jane Ross and, and Claire Rafferty go off, but they made those changes. They made them quite early in the game as well. But it seemed that City were able to sort of overcome that and, and were the better side in the end. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, West Ham have done really well this season, and we can't take it away from West Ham. You know, they weren't expected to get through to the final, but alone anything else. I think. I think it's fair to say that the majority of the crowd that are here today. <laughs> We're West Ham fans because every time they were on the attack, there was an almighty roar for them. Yeah, well, it's a local, local game for them to be fair, isn't it? You know, we've travelled, we've brought however many coaches down. So, yeah, great game. 
to celebrate especially with the fans who've already come over uh, they look like they've really appreciated the support by the fans today like you said the last contingency that have traveled down from city today with the three coaches there was a lot of fans here as well it means everything to the fans though doesn't it i mean to end the season two trophies in the bag still that unbeaten form um you know in the fa cup alone you know we've not conceded a goal and obviously a 3-0 win today we've maintained that next week it'll be good form taking that to Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, let's not let's not forget West Ham have done a brilliant job to get here. You know, and what, all that, although it was three 0 it probably didn't reflect what the game was. You know, West Ham pushed in the first half. Ladies and um, yeah, obviously we're always happy when City win. Well, enjoy the celebrations. fantastic obviously FA Cup final on Saturday uh, City were victorious second trophy of the season 3-0 winners absolutely fantastic second half the, yeah, the first the half game. yeah the first half wasn't yeah I think, uh, like you said, that that first first half opportunity that um, West Ham did have with uh, Jane Watson and that fantastic save by KB. I mean, if that had have found the back of the net, you would have thought that it would have been a completely different game. Yeah, definitely. I think it would have because it would have it would have changed everything because uh, West Ham would have had something to hang on to. It would have inspired them more. I think they just you know you, you try that extra half yard and although they were tired second half, they still would have been tired obviously, but they had that to hang on to. And they did play well first half. They yeah, they did. We, we didn't play to our full potential first half. I think that's been said by the players as, as well as Nick. Yeah. Um, second half, I think we, we stepped it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Georgia played well, ran, you know, ran the movie ragged. And they all played well second half. And, and, and you know, the class showed. But fair play to West Ham. They've definitely improved. As we said last week, they've improved as the season has gone on. Mm-hmm. And they proved that on Saturday, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, there was certainly like a, a really good crowd there for West Ham as well at Wembley. You know, I mean, every time they got on the attack, the roar from the within the stadium was amazing. Yeah, I think uh, it was a good atmosphere. Very British thing. I think a lot of the neutrals were supporting the underdog, which is understandable. You know, yeah. um, 
it was a shame, as we spoke about, that you know some West Ham fans couldn't make it with their men being at home. I think we'd have got an even bigger crowd than we did. Yeah. Uh, it was a great crowd. Yeah. And it, like you say, it was, it was a good atmosphere in the ground and outside the ground. It was, it was a great day. Yeah, I mean, there was there was loads going on. You know, we we had a bit of a photo session, we <laughs> um, yeah. before yeah. the game, and and obviously there was a, a lot of build up on Wembley Way, and we went in the box parks fan uh, area, which was really good because um, they had a bit of a live band on, a DJ and. Uh, Ellen White and Beth Mead came out and did a bit of an interview which was really good and they spoke about the Lionesses and gave their predictions for the game so you know there was plenty going on for fans and and like you said just when you get the sort of weather on a day like that and the build up and the atmosphere it does make a massive difference and I, and I yeah. think it was just an enjoyable day for everybody that went along. Yeah a really good family day an affordable day for people with family more so maybe than men's finals as well you do get a lot more families going, taking the kids and stuff, and that's noticeable. Uh, kids' tickets being free and stuff like that, that's a great idea. I'm not always the FA's biggest fan, but that's something they've got right there, because it turns it into a family day. It's some people, it's their only chance to go to one because they just can't afford to do it, Yeah. you know, normally. And it, that's good, that's good, because yeah. it gets the women's final to the, the sort of crowd levels it deserves to be at. Um, it, it makes it into a prestigious game. It's live on telly for everyone else around the country. I've had a lot of city fans telling me that they watched it on TV. You know, city men's fans who haven't really followed the women's touch. I went to the match on Monday night at the time. Obviously, enjoyed the second half performance and we watched it on the telly. And you know, so it, it just generated interest. Yeah, and especially obviously with the the run up to the World Cup as well. I think a, a few people that I spoke to, it was their first women's game. So I think that sort of interest, uh, in particular in the in the women's game and women's football, looking ahead to the summer, is you know starting to grow. And it it was great, obviously, to to speak to those people and to see them at the game, and they just were there to to you know watch a, a really good game of football. And I think in the end, I think they got that. Right, there was a big bounce after the last World Cup and when England did really well. I would say, if anything, England are probably a better outfit now than they were then. I mean, you never know in football, do you? But they've got a chance in the summer. If they, if they do well again, I'm not saying they need to winning, but if they do well, then it, obviously that will generate interest in those players and hopefully we'll see a bounce Yeah, I mean, like you said, that that did happen after the Euros, um, didn't it? With the it the World Cup and the Euros, yeah. And, but we haven't really seen it last. Absolutely, you know, clubs haven't, in my opinion, they haven't capitalised on what they could have done. Mm-hmm. So let's, you know, let's make sure this side they do. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. But, uh, that's exactly you're right. It was a great. It was good. It was good outside the ground. There was a lot of things on to do. Luckily, as you say, the rain held off, which is always helpful. Yeah, it was a great goal. I mean, 
obviously there's a lot of rumours this week about um, Nikita Paris's future at the club um, and whether or not she might sign a new contract or if one's been put out on the table for her, we don't know. Uh, but they are all rumours, nothing confirmed. But could you see Lauren Hemp potentially stepping up next season? Nick has said, like in his when he's been speaking to the media at the end of the games, that he, I think he has got players in mind to bring in. So it could be quite interesting to see what does actually happen in the summer after the World Cup, if not before. I don't know, but well, I'm sure they'll strengthen. Obviously, as you say, World Cup, uh, it could be someone who catches their eye in the World Cup. I'm sure there'll be people who catch their eye. Many clubs in the World Cup and people who maybe aren't watching certain players now, someone catches their eye and they go, you know, and we'll see some of these players come into the WSL next season, hopefully some of them to City, obviously. It's a shame if Nikita does go, obviously, because she's had such a great season. I mean, she's just been a USD player of the season. Um, she won the Football Writers Player of the season. You know, she has had a great season, Nikita, and, and she would be lost, obviously, all those goals. Yeah. Uh, but that's football. If she goes, I'm sure that the club will line up some you know, replacements and, and, and move on. That's all you can do. But hopefully she doesn't. I don't, you know, I don't think any fans want her to go. I think I think the thing I think the thing with Nikita is is that obviously she's been at the club, you know, a while now and everyone's sort of seen a progression and that that hunger that makes her kind of different from all the other forwards out there because she is so determining, she has got so much fight and she doesn't give up. You know, she's got hunger for goals and she wants to play the best that she can in any game, you know? And even yeah. despite having obviously this sort of situation, she's still, despite what's going off the pitch, she's still giving everything while she's on it, playing for City. And I think that's obviously reflected in the season and her commitment to the club. For me, I mean, I, I've been so impressed by her. And like you said, she's obviously been, that's been recognised by the official supporters club as well in the fact that she's received the Player of the Season award. Yeah, I'd be, she I, be so, definitely. Yeah. You know, she totally deserves that. You know, and, uh, you know, and, uh, obviously she moves on, you know, it, it would be a shame. But if you think back a few years ago, you know, we had Tony Duggan up front. She was the main focus. She was the striker. Um, she moved on. Yeah. And Nikita stepped into that, didn't she? So I'm sure yeah. the same thing happened again, though it comes from someone who's within the club now, like Lauren. Yeah. Or... Yeah, definitely. I mean, as we obviously finish the season now, we look ahead to Arsenal on uh, on Saturday. How are you feeling looking ahead to that game now? Because obviously it's the last game of the season. I think it's quite important now that we see if we can finish the, the season with this and form. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we all hoped obviously it was going to be a shootout for the title. That was not to be. We've won two trophies. They won, deservedly won the league and fair play to the champions. Um, so hopefully there'll be a good atmosphere there Saturday. For the fans, you know, we've both got a lot to celebrate and we can get on with celebrating it. 
amazing it's the end of the season already. We've only finished two minutes since it started. But yeah, it would be nice. I think I think the team, I think Nick, and obviously us as fans, we all want to see us go unbeaten. It's amazing to think we could be unbeaten and yet not end up as champions. That must be a very rare occurrence in any league. Yeah, I, I can't actually happen. think of a time where I know that that's happened before, actually, yeah. thinking about it. But we've drawn a few games, Arsenal's lost, I think Arsenal's lost a few, but they've not drawn many, you see, so they've, uh, they've managed to just keep mm. the noses in front. I'm fair play to them, because as you said last week, they've had a lot of problems, a lot of injuries, and yet we've still kept up there and, and, and deserve it champions. So it'll be a tough place to go. I don't think they'll want to lose on the day they get the trophy. Will no, they? no, of course not. I think it'll be a very, you know, considering it's a game that hasn't really got anything in terms of position. I think there's a lot on it in terms for the two teams on the day. Hmm. I'd be happy with a draw. I'd be happy with a draw. To be fair, yeah. then everybody's happy, and then we can all know. celebrate. They will, they will lose on the day they get the trophy. We don't want to lose because we're unbeaten, and it's the last game, and that would be such an achievement. So yeah, there's quite a lot on it just between the two of us. So I think maybe a draw could see us both. Uh, the official supporters club are putting on a free coach for fans that are making the trip down to Burham Wood on Saturday. What details have you got for that and for fans that are making the trip? Yeah, right. Well, first of all, what I'll do is I'll give you the details for the actual game and then we'll go into the coach people, uh, details for people who are our coach. So the game obviously very states Arsenal women away. Now, Arsenal women play at Burham Wood FC. That ground is Meadow Park, which is on Burrell Hinge Road. B-R-O-U-G-H-I-M-G-E, Rail Hinge Road, which is obviously important wood. Uh, SASNAV code is WD65AL. Now, it's a 12.30 kick-off. All games, I believe, are kicking off at 12.30 as we're on Saturday. Um, it's on Saturday, not Sunday. That's most important as well, because it's yeah. passed with the, the uh, Premier League uh, men's games on the Sunday. So it's Saturday, 12.30 kick-off. We reckon, you know, the usual, it's North London, so a bit similar to last week, uh, when we're the same sort of journey time. So we wish they give yourself a good four and a half to five hours and that allows for a stop from, you know, from the CSA, from Manchester. Um, it's quite an old ground in terms of, um, it, it's been pretty much unchanged for a number of years, I was reading on it today. But they are actually having redevelopments done behind one of the groups at the moment. So the crowd is restricted at the moment. Um, to just over 2,000, and it's sold out on Saturday already. Um, there's, no, there's no more tickets available, so if you haven't got a ticket, the club are advising people without tickets not to travel. Um, there's about 1,700 out of the uh, just over 2,000 capacity, so um, you know, there's plenty of uh, seats. We usually go on the far side and have a little section to ourselves, so I'm sure we'll try that again. And as I say, it's sold out. So it, it's a nice ground, but it's, it's not the biggest of grounds. And there's not much parking available at the ground. There's probably not available once the Arsenal uh, players and stuff are parked up. It's a very small ground, uh, car park outside the ground. So, But there's parking, residential parking, quite close to it for people who are going in the cars. And then a little five-minute walk to the ground and soon find it. Okay, now the coach, as you say, we put a free coach on our members on um, Saturday to thank you for the loyalty and the travelling with us this season. We always try and do it as cheap as we can and sometimes we try and put them on free as well when we're doing that on Saturday. Now the bad news is for people on the coach that it's leaving at 6am because obviously we're doing a 12.30 kick-off, we have to go early and you know, we want to have a decent stop on the way as well. We can have the breakfast and stuff. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> so it's leaving, we are leaving the blue car park at the Etihad Stadium at 6 
people they could get there on a quarter to six, ten to six, so we can get you on the bus and get away for six. Yeah, it's the blue, as I say, the blue cart, which is the big one at the back where we've gone from before. Where anyone that's on the coach last week, it's the same coach park, you know, same car park we went from last week to Wembley. Um, you can leave your car on the blue car park, secure and all day, and the coach will bring you back there at night and you know, obviously get your car and go home. So you know. Um, we won't be as late home as next week. That's the good thing. We're going earlier, but we will be home earlier. That's it, really. Yes, yeah, so I'd like to say six o'clock. Um, we're hoping to have a good stop on the way, so people can have the breakfast halfway there, and also we'll have a free raffle for our members on the coach as well, so you might win a prize. Brilliant. But I'll keep you awake in the early hours. <laughs> so, like you said, it's an early kickoff on the Saturday, but it's sold out. But I do believe it is being shown on BT Sport. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Then, so they can anyone who hasn't rather than risk travelling to watch the game on that. Yeah, so um, it's good. And, and like you said, it's it's going to be great to finish the, the season off with a, a good away contingency at the uh, at Borough Ward. Yeah, yeah, we've got like, the coaches full. There's a few people going in the cars, there's a few people going and staying over. I'm sure it'll be a good turnout of Blues, as usual. Yeah. So, uh, you, know, we, 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 you know, we always welcome any Blues who want to come. Uh, to come and stick with us, but like we say, if you haven't got a ticket so far, Arsenal are advising people not to go if you haven't got a match ticket because it's sold out. Yeah. There's no there's no tickets available on the day. But they will have a bigger capacity next season because it's because of groundwork that that's the reason why they've sold out. Yeah. Um and it and it sold out pretty quickly as well, didn't it? I mean it it's it's been sold out for a while. I think, you know, I think a lot of fans, both City and Arsenal, were thinking at the time a few weeks ago it could easily have been a a title sheet time, couldn't it? Yeah. Um, I think we all knew that there would be the day, even if it wasn't, which it isn't now, but it was the day they were going to get the title, so a lot of their fans would get the tickets early because they want to see they want to see their team lift the trophy. Well, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, it's not really going to have too much of an impact now on the season as everything's been decided and one thing and another, but I think the importance is it is that if we can finish the season unbeaten, that would really finish the season off and just nicely. And and in it, I will look back on it as a as a great success this season. I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're disappointed not to win the league. That's the sort of club we are. We want to win everything we go into. And to be unbeaten and not win the league is a little disappointment there. But we've got to put it just perspective that we've won both domestic cups. We finished second, so we're in the Champions League. So it has been a great season, yeah. you know, in terms of you know, in terms of trophies and you know the initial. I would imagine getting the Champions League is a very high priority for the club, just like it is for the men. It's the first, mm-hmm. first box you want to tick, isn't it? Like getting that Champions League for next season. That was, a, I think, Nick mentioned it a few times that that's a disappointment for him this season with the early exit yeah. to the Champions League. So we want to put that right next season and have a good run in that again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and not only that as well is that you know we've seen obviously players like Georgia Stanway, Lauren Hemp. You know, a lot of our young players, you know, Esme Morgan as well, have been quite involved this season and showing their potential. Looking ahead, maybe to next season as well. Definitely, you're right. And Ellie Roebuck. Yeah. Uh, as you say, Georgia's come to the fore. She's now one of the main members in Bill Neville's squad for the summer. Lauren Esme, Jeff Parr. We've got a lot of good young talent coming through at the club. Yeah, really it's exciting. It's always great to see because there's something special about seeing a player come through from your own ranks as well. Yeah. I think fans like that a lot. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Right, so hopefully, I mean, we'll probably catch up next week, but it would be great 
um, if we could sit down with a few fans and maybe do a bit of a look back on the season so far, the highs, the lows, best bits, best goals and all that kind of stuff. And then we did mention about maybe doing this quiz, which I think we're going to do. So um, there's still plenty more to come from us before the end of the season uh, and definitely before the World Cup. So, yeah. That's it, really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be nice. So. Yeah. If anyone's got any um, queries about Saturday, anything they want to, obviously, you get in touch with us on the uh, OSD Twitter. We can, we'll try and answer anything we can for you. If we can't, we'll try and find out the answer for you. All right. And I'll see you on Saturday, Emma. Yeah, cheers, Dave. See you on Saturday, and I'll speak Take to you next care. week. Bye. Bye. And that's it for this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you're travelling to Arsenal, we'll see you there. Have a great week and we'll be back next Friday.